Welcome to another Macquarie Life Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. Welcome to another Macquarie Life Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. What are you believing for? And by that I mean what is bubbling away under your surface? For me, for the Davidsons, we're believing that we've just stepped into a new season. We've come off the back of a fairly interesting season. Ten years ago from this church, we were sent out to plant a church in Melbourne City. We knew what that church would look like. We had the dream in our hearts. We could see it. We could feel it. And we set off, Craig and I, on a magnificent adventure to Melbourne. Well, for those of you who know our story, you would know that we were only a couple of years in when those plans got turned on their head. Um, My son, he was born with a fairly serious congenital condition and he spent a fair bit of time in hospital. For me, about a year later, I was diagnosed with cancer and spent the next five years going through surgeries and treatments trying to fight that. So it was a fairly interesting season. But to be fair, there's a scripture that says that God passed even the hardest years and he crowns them with glory. And really, that has been the truth of our season. We had some of the hardest years, but we had some of the best years in that same season. We entered that season with a fairly simplistic understanding of God and a fairly simplistic faith. And to be fair, a fairly one-minded, simplistic understanding of what our future might look like. But in that season, God, through the challenges, undid our faith and through those same challenges, rebuilt our faith. In this next season that we're stepping into, I feel like God is yet again undoing my faith and rebuilding it. There's a scripture that's been repeating itself and following me around. First, I saw someone doing a devotion on it. Then someone was preaching on it. And then it was on Facebook. Um, But the time that I actually knew, this is God trying to speak to me. This is God dropping this scripture in my lap. And he means it for me. Was when I sat down on my back deck and I opened my Bible and I was doing my daily devotions. And there was this scripture. And I read it in Zechariah 9, verses 12. And it says, Come back to the place of safety, all you prisoners who still have hope. I promise this very day that I will repay two blessings for each of your troubles. And if you've ever had troubles, then you would understand the weight that this scripture can carry. But really the thing that stood out for me here as well was the words, two blessings. Some of you might know this scripture as double for your trouble. And that word double seemed to be following me around as much as this scripture. Everywhere throughout my day, I just kept seeing this word double, double, multiplication, repetition. These words were everywhere. And it got me thinking, why does God repeat himself? You see, all through the scriptures, we see God repeating himself to try and build the faith and beliefs into his people. We see in Ezekiel, where God has Ezekiel, gives him a vision of these bones in a valley, these dead bones. And he says, Ezekiel, do you think these bones can live? And Ezekiel says, I don't know, God, only you know that. But God repeats himself and he calls Ezekiel back and he says, no, Ezekiel, what do you see? Speak to these bones, prophesy, can these bones live? So Ezekiel goes and he prophesies and the bones start to form together, but there's no life in them. So he goes back to God 
But yet again, God repeats himself. And he says, Ezekiel, go back to them bones, prophesy life. So Ezekiel goes back and these bones rise up and have life and form a mighty army. Another time where I see repetition is in the Gospels when Jesus comes to Simon Peter and he says, Simon Peter, do you love me? And Simon Peter says, yes, Jesus, of course I do. You know that. But three times Jesus asks Simon Peter the same question and he asks Simon Peter to repeat his answer three times. Each time Simon Peter getting more and more frustrated But each time, his love for Jesus coming more and more to the forefront of his mind. And we know the future that Simon Peter has ahead of him. And so it was almost a preparation, this bringing to the forefront of his mind, the love that he has for Jesus. I have a son, if any of you have seen him running around, Parker. And uh, he's just found a neighbourhood friend. He's six, my son. So it's the first time that as a mother I have navigated my son having a neighbourhood friend. And how do I keep him safe and give him the freedoms that he needs to have at the same time? So Parker and I sat down and we came up with some rules. What are some things that can keep you safe while you play with your friend? Buddy, his name is. He lives two doors down. So we came up with the rule that he can ride his bike anywhere between the two yards. But that means we don't go in backyards, we don't go in houses, we don't go on the road. But the thing that I make Parker do every time he walks out the door is I say, Parker, repeat the rules back to me. Because I don't want those rules to be something that he once was told, something that he's aware of at the back of his mind. But I want them rules front and centre, (laughs) forming his actions when he's out there and keeping him safe. You know, the scriptures put it in Romans 10, 17, faith comes through hearing and hearing the word of God. You know, when we hear God's word, when we read the Bible over and over, It gives his Holy Spirit the opportunity to speak to us, to repeat himself. As we step into a new season, I sense God speaking to me, new things to expect, new things to frame my future and my thinking and my beliefs around. For me, I'm reframing my faith around the fact that I should expect kindness and goodness and favour. Even off the back of a hard season, God is reframing my faith and my beliefs to walk into my future with. So I'll ask you the question again. What are you believing for? What is bubbling away under your surface that God just keeps repeating? Can I pray for you? Let's pray. God, I thank you that you alone know the seasons that we've been through and that we're yet to walk through. I thank you, God, that you go before us, but also that you are with us. I pray for every heart, for those of you who have heard you speak before and for those of you who have not, that they would feel you near, Lord God, that they would hear you speaking and that they would hear you repeating yourself. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we're going to do something a little bit different tonight. I'm actually going to invite my friend Jordan in um, and we're going to unpack what we've discussed. 
Hey, Jordan. Thanks for joining me. Hey, Kelly. Hey, thanks for having me up. That was such a good word. Um, I've got a couple of questions that I was hoping we'd be able to unpack a bit of what you're talking about. Uh, The first one I've got is this. What can hold us back from actioning our beliefs? Yeah, well, I think a lot of things, really. And probably each one of us could think of something would spring to mind as soon as you ask that question, really. (laughs) Um, For some of us, it could be a little bit of fear or failure. Maybe we've tried something before and and it didn't kind of take off. Maybe the cost of, you know, what it costs to actually step out and do that thing. Um, The thing for me that's kind of always sort of held me back or steered me the wrong direction is that shiny versus important thing. You know, there's always that thing that looks impressive, that looks like the right thing. It looks a little bit shiny and glamorous. Mm. But you have to stop and pause and go, what's actually the important thing here? So I think kind of having that moment where you stop and reflect, I'm interested in this. Maybe it's a really great thing for me, but is this the important thing right now? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So just trying to to distinguish what's the important thing that I need to focus on yeah, right now. Yeah. What, that's so good. I yeah, love that. That's a good question. Um, number two, when you moved to Melbourne and things didn't look like you had envisioned, yeah. how did this affect your beliefs? Because I can imagine you would have had all of these preconceived ideas about what to expect and what it was going to look like, yeah. you know, the shininess yes. of it all, <laughs> and then for it to kind of all come crushing down in a way. Can yeah. you talk us through that? Yeah, a bit of the shine comes off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, look, that can be rough. Like, it really can be rough. And, and in fairness, as I, as I was talking about, it can kind of undo you before you rebuild yourself a little bit as well. Mm. Um, for me, I think looking back, something that I wish I'd known how to handle at that point was just there's some things when you step into things that you hold quite tightly to. And they're kind of like your non-negotiables that you know God has spoken and this is the exact thing that he wants me to hold to. But there'll also be things in the picture of what you kind of sense that you're stepping into that you need to hold a little bit looser with as well. Um, So for us, I think the firm thing, the non-negotiable, was really that was a season where we were meant to be in Melbourne for a number of reasons. So that, that was probably our firm thing. We didn't realise that the loose thing was actually <laughs> the, the, what we were going for. Yeah. But for some people, it could be the other way around, you know. They need to be quite firm about what they're doing and the where might be a little bit more flexible. Um, so I think just praying about that, like, God, what in what I sense do I hold quite firmly to? Yeah. And what is what do I just hold that a little bit more loosely with? Yeah. That might have helped me a little bit more stepping yeah. in and, and things not turning out the way that I thought they would. Yeah, wow. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, when you put your hand to the, to the cookie jar and you grab the cookie and you don't let it go and it kind of holds you back. Yeah. <laughs> like trying to figure out you've got things <laughs> got held so tightly. <laughs> how, do you, how do you move past that? That's so good. Thank you for yeah. that's such a wisdom, Carly. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. It's so no good. No worries. So good. And, Jordan, I just want to give an opportunity. Maybe there's some people watching tonight. And, look, we've talked about a bit of a, a concept you might have not have heard before in that God speaking to you about your future. So if that's you, or maybe you have had a relationship with God in the past and something that you're used to, but maybe you haven't done recently, we just want to give you this opportunity to connect with God. And you'll see on your screen, there's a little prayer request button. And if you hit that button, that will just let our pastors and leaders know that you'd like someone to connect with you. Um, And we can just help you in a journey to connect with God. It might be that we pray with you, get you a Bible, whatever it be. But I'd just like to take the moment really to guide you guys in a prayer, if that's you, if you'd like to connect with God and maybe hear what he has to say about the season you're in and the future that he has for you. So if that is you, why don't you join with me and let's just pray a prayer from our hearts. 
So God, we thank you that you have a plan for us, that you created that future that we're stepping into. I pray, Lord God, that you would step into my heart and into my life and that you would speak to me and guide me through. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. We hope you have enjoyed this message. For more information, please visit macroylifechurch.com.au. Thank you for listening. We hope you have enjoyed this message. For more information, please visit macroylifechurch.com.au.